0: Welcome back to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier and on this podcast, I have virtual coffee with accomplished and innovative early career professionals and small business owners. Now on today's episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Kirsten and Chris, the founders of Rescue Me Candle Company. They sell handmade soy wax candles and they donate 20% of their proceeds to animal rescues. I really enjoyed talking to Kirsten and Chris, they're clearly so passionate about their business and giving back to animals, and on this episode they had some great advice and stories to share. So I'm really excited to dive into their journey. Before we do just that, as always, I would really greatly appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app, it really helps out Virtual Coffee. You can leave a rating just by clicking the stars when you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast page. Takes about three seconds to do so. You can also follow Virtual Coffee on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I hope everyone is enjoying this holiday season. While it is different, we can still be thankful for the things that we have and I'm very thankful to this audience. Thank you so much for supporting Virtual Coffee this year. I'm really looking forward to our episodes in 2021. But for now, let's get back to Kirsten and Chris's story with Rescue Me Candle Company. Happy listening. Welcome, Kirsten and Chris. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. We're happy to be here. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us, Alexa.
0: I know it'll be a really fun conversation. So would love to just Kick things off by hearing about Rescue Me Candle Co.'s mission in your words and really take us through that journey of how you created this business.
2: Yeah, so Rescue Me Candle Company is based in Cary, North Carolina. We donate 20% of proceeds to animal rescues. We try and pick local ones or ones that people send us that they rescue their dogs from. We make all-natural soy wax candles. We carry candles, diffusers, wick trimmers, stickers. Um, We have a whole broad range of candle options. And
1: I guess I'll just point out early on, she's going to say us a lot. I'm Kirsten's husband. I don't actually do anything. This is wholly her uh, her adventure. I, I'm along for the ride and I help out however I can. You know, all of the creativity and products that you see um, that we produce and that we work with are entirely the creation of Kirsten. I'm just here for support. <laughs>
2: yeah. So I'm a full-time school counselor. Um, this is a side business. So during the day, I'm at work and then I do this when I get home and at night and on the weekends. But it started February of 2018 is when it oh, began. Yeah. I first began... With I, I really love candles and dogs, which is how this whole combination kind of came about. But I ordered a Amazon do-it-yourself DIY candle kit, build your own candle kit of 2017, and I gave those candles out as Christmas presents. Our poor family members could not like. (laughs) They're like, this is not working. They were not great. (laughs) They were nice about it, but so it started there. So I've come a long, long way. My customers will tell you that. They love our candles now. So, but it started there. And then I was like, where, how can I make this business more meaningful and give back? So that kind of brought about the 20% donation just because
1: we wanted to do something more than just make a product.
2: Yeah. And I just, my mission is to give back. I mean, that's in my career choice as a counselor. I feel like everything should have a meaning and. Giving back is something that I'm really passionate about, and I love dogs. You'll see that if you follow us on Instagram. Our mm-hmm. two dogs <laughs> are our life, so that's really what drove it, and then Chris has a whole other story of how we started, so he the, came up with the business There's
1: much heated debate <laughs> over who came up with the idea for a CME candle company. Well, not just the idea, the name of the company. Right. Mm-hmm. To this day, she'll tell you that it was all her idea. I think the only thing that I've ever added to this company is is the name, the, the name of the company and the name of some of our original candles. We're mm-hmm. doing um, some that we still sell: Dog Days of Summer, Labrador Lavender, and a few other freshly groomed. One we have in my office right now, actually. So yeah, that's that's pretty much my entire <laughs> input to the company outside of helping her at events and and doing sales and stuff like that. And and as she mentioned, we we got our dog, and I guess. was it a March of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And and she's coming up on four years old.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, First dog. Yeah.
1: And at the time we were just looking for a way to work more with rescues and, and also, you know, to help start like kind of a little business. Right. And I think it just, it was the perfect marriage of my wife wanting to give back our love for dogs. And then, you know, my wife is also very crafty. So I think those things together and then kind of my ability to help her start and run the business and, and it came together quite nicely and we're very proud of it where it is today.
0: Yeah. We've come a long way. It sounds like it. And this story is amazing. Also, both of your energies are just incredible. I love <laughs> I love your storytelling here and giving back to animal shelters. I also am just a huge dog person. You know, I always say, you know, when people say, Oh, if you have, if you were given like a billion dollars, what would you do? And I'm like, first thing I would do is save all the dogs. Like that's that's <laughs> what I would do. I love that. And 20%. That's a lot to give back. Good for you guys. That's incredible.
1: We see a lot of other businesses out there, and this is no knock by any means on any business that that donates less than what we donate back. Our whole thing is, you know, we're great and we're very happy and thankful that the candles turned out to be this great product. And I always tell Kirsten this, we can make a lot more money, right, if we didn't donate as much as we do. And that's just, you know, the truth of the 20%. But in reality... we leave it at the 20% because that's what we feel like is is impactful, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a way that we can actually contribute. So since inception, we've done 20%, and it's something we never plan on straying away from as a company, even though we know there's companies out there that sell similar products that donate less and can be more competitive as a result, because our primary goal is is to donate and give back to animals. And, you know, we want this to be a real business as much as possible, but not at the sacrifice of of the dogs yeah, or which animals. Yeah, that's why we started it, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Always keeping your mission in the front of your mind. So I I think that's great. And it sounds like you also both have full time jobs. That also, I think, is a unique position to be in. It almost seems like you can you can give back more, which is great. And I just love that that's your mission is to give as much as you can to these animal shelters and not the opposite of how can we make the biggest profit possible?
1: Yeah. And my wife is a little modest, so I'll brag for a little bit here. She says this is her side business, and, and she does very much have a full-time job as a school counselor here in Wake County, but it's important for me to call out and kind of give her a shout out. She spends like probably 40 to 50 hours a week outside of her real job doing this, maybe more, wow. especially this time of year. So she might look at it as a side hustle or a side job for her, but it, it is very much a full-time gig. You know, she comes home from work, she's packing candles, making more orders. You know, a lot of these orders are were made to fill, Right. She's getting your order, she's making it and shipping it right out to you, all within 24 hours. A lot of times, and it's a lot of work on her. There's not much I can do to help her make these candles yeah. unless you guys want the product to not be as good. Um, <laughs> he puts this, the
2: warning sticker on the bottom. <laughs> just...
1: Put the stickers on the bottom of the jar that basically tell you how to not burn your house down. Yeah,
2: so if you, <laughs> the warning sticker is Chris's.
1: <laughs> that's what I add, and that's usually only on bigger orders. I even do that much.
2: Right, right. No, <laughs> so a
1: little shout out to her. She does, um, you know, a lot more than what I. I would define it as as a side job, but I think that shows how humble she is and kind of characterizing it that way.
2: Yeah. And I love it. So it's like, I don't see it as a second job on this. I see Mm -hmm. it as fun
0: and something that I enjoy doing, which is why I started it. Awesome. Yeah. And along that, you know, same line of conversation, where are you hoping to take Rescue Me Candle Company? Like, Kirsten, is this something you'd eventually want to take full time, or do you like having that balance of being a school counselor and this being another business, hobby, et cetera? Um, just kind of where do you see Rescue Me Candle Company's future and your future? So, I think I would keep it as both. I mean,
2: I love my job as a school counselor. That is something that. I mean, I went to school for and I love going to work every day. And I think I'm really lucky to be able to say that. And I love coming home and doing this. So I think I'm able to balance both pretty well. I mean, some days I do need help from Chris or I'll go to him for some questions, but I feel like I balance it pretty well. I do have some pretty big goals and dreams for Rescue Me Candle Company, though. My next big goal right now for 2021 would be retail. I think I would want my candles sold in a store. That is my next big and role. and we are
1: working with some some companies right now yeah. um along the east coast to to get more involved in that space. And it's it's a difficult time right now to right. step into retail, uh, especially with the smaller businesses that we are looking to work with, right? You know, obviously COVID has impacted those small businesses pretty pretty heavily and you know, that's put a little bit of a larger mountain in our hurdle to getting to that that spot. And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, Kirsten wants to sell more candles and raise more money for dogs. Yeah. And I think that's, whatever that means is, is totally okay with us. But I think, you know, we've got a pretty good idea. We feel pretty strongly about that. And I always joke with Kirsten, like, we need to get you on Shark Tank, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I can't go on Shark Tank. Like, and I was like, yeah, but, you know, it's a great idea that we have. And it's turned into this great product and something that people love. And it's you know, you you start seeing the impact in my mind of of a business when, you know, Kirsten's really at this point, just selling these candles on Etsy.
2: Yeah, that's my main, especially this year. So I used to do pop up events around Raleigh and Carrie. And so this year, I didn't do any events in person, which I was worried that would impact me. But honestly, Etsy's done really well this year. And I think the candle sample packs. So I created the sample packs, for a way to people to smell each scent, because without the pop ups, candles, you can't yeah. smell that over the internet or over Instagram. <laughs> There's no like sniffogram. So it's really <laughs> difficult. And I feel like I'm more active on Instagram too, because I want to connect with my customers. I miss seeing them in person. I miss talking to them. I met so many awesome people and their dogs. Including the
1: rescues that we work with. Yeah, so that
2: was really hard. So I've been trying to make up for that by being more active. And the sample packs are really awesome. They're actually our number one seller. And I just came out with them in November. So yeah, people love being able to test out which ones they like before they buy like the big jar. So Lemon Cookie Licks was actually our best seller up until I released the sample pack. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, her doing all this on Etsy and people buying from her that we've literally never met, I guess is kind of my point to that is most of her orders are from people that we we don't know at all. We've never met um, that don't even live in our communities. Right. California, Florida, you know, the the Northeast.
2: Missouri. Right. And, And so it's
1: all over the U.S. It's not just people and friends and family buying them on Instagram anymore. And I think that's been a a great feeling for us to just see how successful and the widespread impact of the business as a whole.
2: Yeah. It's scary putting a product out there that I love that I created myself and I've just, it makes me so happy. All my reviews have been five star, which I'm not bragging, but it literally, it makes me so happy. It's so nerve wracking when as a creator, you're sending something out and you're just like, I hope people love it. And I get so many people messaging me like, your candles are so awesome. Like these are the only ones I buy. Like I love that they're all natural, that you give back to dogs. Like people really do love the product. So I love that something that I create is being successful. It really
0: makes me happy. That's awesome. And yeah, you're totally right. I didn't think about how candles, you can't test them during COVID times. Like that's such a, that's such a good point. So yeah, that sample pack is such a great idea. And just let, yeah, let's your customers test your products first and then say, oh yes, I love these. And then they can buy the bigger jars. I think that's a brilliant way to adapt to these, these weird times. Thank um, you. So yeah. do you hand make them all in your home? Tell me a little bit about the process, I guess, yeah. of making your products.
1: I'm I'm laughing because it's a lot. <laughs> I making...
2: take over our
1: kitchen. Yeah. Let's just
2: <laughs> say that. Like our kitchen is my warehouse. So technically I have a loft
1: candle upstairs.
2: Studio. So I have my own candle studio up studio upstairs, but there's no stove upstairs. So I make them all on our stove in the kitchen. So I carry all my jars, the wax, the fragrance oil up and down the stairs. Um, it's a whole production, and then Chris, I'm like, so when are you going to eat dinner, Chris? Because uh-huh. I need to make candles for four hours.
1: <laughs> so and we plan we making...
2: out our meals around my me. like, candle making.
1: <laughs> and it's like candles are great, but when you're making eighty of them, yeah, in like an hour period, or you know, really, we can't even make that many that fast. But in our kitchen, in our house, you know, it can get fumy pretty quick. So we're like opening all the windows, <laughs> yeah. and all of our candles are made with obviously very healthy, you know, essential clean,
2: sense, clean, yeah. clean,
1: clean oils. But still, like, try try lighting 15 candles in one room of your house.
2: Right.
1: All <laughs> and, you know, it's going to be overwhelming a little bit. But um, I think it's incredible. I think people often overlook that. So that's a great question. Just in terms of what Kirsten is able to do from the kitchen of our home here in Cary, North Carolina.
2: Yeah, I always forget. People are like, so how do you make a candle? So what? I try to describe, like. I melt the wax on the stove and then I add the oil and then I have to add it to the jar with the wick. And so it's a whole process. And so I make them in small batches. I can only make a couple an hour, really. Yeah, like we, we, we've, done, we've
1: done the math. We had some pretty big wholesale orders in, in 2020. You know, we kind of did the math. Even the smaller ones, you know, you can only make really so many per hour. And it's
2: yeah.
1: kind of, I think we had one order this year that was how many candles? Two
2: hundred and...
1: Yeah. 250
2: I think or 280
1: yeah and so that was pretty large and that still took like over a week to process that order yeah it
2: was like two weeks to process and make everything yeah but I was that was back to back every day when I got home I would make them literally from the time I got home to when I went to bed but.
1: yeah and COVID has been an interesting impact on the business you know overall for us especially in terms of making the candles luckily candle science where Kirsten gets a lot of her supplies from is, is based here in Durham In, Durham, in yeah. Durham, actually not here in Raleigh but uh it's you know been interesting wow. navigating COVID and, and getting the supplies and stuff like that even for some of these larger orders and getting all that stuff together I think Kirsten puts a lot of work just into the logistics of getting the supplies together before
2: inventory even. yeah it's a lot but he helps me with math
1: i carry i carry (laughs) that
2: it's not my strong suit so i just go to him with math questions and anyone
1: who's listening to this podcast and knows me knows that math is not my strong suit either So (laughs) (laughs) i carry the boxes up and down the stairs like i said i do the things that you would think like a monkey could do for a candle company (laughs) i
2: order the wax so they it comes in a 50 pound box wow to our front door i'm like yeah, I can't get yeah, that to the kitchen. and then we get
1: like you know, at this point we've been getting those like once a week. Kitchen. Our neighbors
2: are probably like, "What are they doing?" Like we have like all these boxes on our front porch like all the time, especially <laughs> now with the holiday season. It's basically my candle office is like a warehouse. Yeah, it's not nice right now. Which I'm a very organized, clean person. And so. one of our
1: and one of our dogs sleeps in there as well.
2: Oh, yeah, Luke.
0: oh. <laughs> yeah, Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, no, I. Just loving your positive energy. And I can feel how passionate you both are about this business. I'm just keep going back to the fact that you both have your full-time jobs and are also running a very successful business. And just the positivity you have around it is incredible. And it just shows you're keeping the passion and the mission, like I said before, top of your mind, and it just fuels your energy. It's very unique to see. A lot of the folks who I've interviewed on here, you know, they kicked off their small business, like that was their full time job, right. But I, I love how you have both because you're passionate about two things, you know, the school counseling and this business. I just think that's such a incredible skill to have to be able to balance both of those things. I I don't think people understand how actually hard that is to do. So just congratulations on that. I just think that's incredible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's interesting, almost kind of seeing the paradigm shift between like generations at this point Mm -hmm. of if you're not thinking about what you could be doing outside of your normal day to day, our generation is not fulfilled just enough waking up and going to work every day, no matter what you do, right? Kirsten's a school counselor and like, helps kids every single day. And I mean, I tell her all the time, I don't know how you do what you do every day and then come home just in general, setting the candle stuff aside. But I think it really is, you know, that generational drive that a lot of you know our generation has to to wanna give back and do more outside of just what they do from nine to five every day of the week. And I think that drives Kirsten a lot. And it certainly, you know, drives me to wanna help out with the free time that I have outside of, you know, my job as well.
0: No, for sure. So would love to get back to the products you sell I know you said you know you have a sample pack obviously the candles themselves just what are some of the other products you sell and where's your shipping range is it just within the U.S. so i think say I can ship international so my products
1: we've well, done Canada right yeah yep. I
2: know I was so happy when I got a Canada order like, oh, <laughs> Canada. so my candles are in mason jars um typically so the I have eight ounce 16 ounce and then I have the sample pack which is four of the four ounce and then you Um, have the
1: specialty line
2: and then I'll have the specialty line so I have a white jar and then the white jar I have a personalized white jar which is a rose gold dog tag and I'll stamp it with anything that the customer wants so it could be like dog mom or Or the um, name of your dog the name of your dog or I've done a. It's really sad but heartwarming. I've done a lot of memorial candles where someone mm. loses a pet and someone sends that candle to them, which is so sweet. I love doing those, which, I mean, it's sad, but it's also heartwarming. That one's really popular. I have – I'll do special colored jar candles, so they're, like, vintage or antique-looking, and people love those. But I only do a small – Are they a called
1: small... Hobnob jars? So like... it, I
2: think it's hob. Yeah. yeah, so they're like, I don't know, they're like raised on the side. But people love those, but they're small quantities. So people yeah. have to <laughs> buy them quick because they sell out.
1: And the cool thing about that that I love is that's just Kirsten going to the store on like a Saturday and finding random jars that she thinks candles will look cool in. So
2: I have a thing for vintage, antique yeah, stuff. Like milk glass is my go-to. You, Everyone that knows me knows I love like. Yes, yeah,
1: so I mean that's stuff. like directly sourced by Kirsten and going to little shops and stuff and finding these candle jars and and selling them out which I think is pretty cool
2: yeah that's like a side little thing
1: farm to table but like local store too
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so those are my candles and then I also have diffusers which has the reed in them and then those are really good for like bathrooms or if you just want to like leave it and then you're good to go you just stick the the rod in and then you're done so they're, it's just they're, they're
1: great if you're a guy too <laughs> yeah. uh, i'll point out right because it's there's no maintenance to it you just kind of <laughs> and it works
2: and it's done you um, just leave it. yeah
1: so you're a single guy like the diffuser is, is a great option
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i like the diffuser too that's in our bathroom actually downstairs right now um and then i started selling wick trimmers which people love and i'm a huge advocate for candle care so candle care is really important because You don't want to have an unsafe wick because the flame will get too high or it'll cause too much soot in the black stuff. So you really want to make sure that you trim your wick to like one fourth of an inch after you burn it each time. You also don't want to burn it for more than four hours. So if you do want to burn it for like, let's say all day for eight hours, you should blow it out at four, let it cool, trim the wick with the wick trimmer and then relight it. And then it's also really important, so people don't know, the first time you burn your soy wax candle, you should let the wax melt all the way to the edge of the jar. If you don't do that, soy wax has like a memory, per se. It'll start tunneling in the middle and it'll never ever burn. To the edge, which people don't know that. So I want to make sure that people that buy my candles they last for a while. So yeah, sure- oh, yeah. <laughs> we
1: could we could just like sell more candles. If right, I don't have
2: I could be like a really bad person and just be like, yeah. That. But yeah. I want my customers to love their candle for it to last, and so that we want you
1: to buy more candles because you want to support more dogs, <laughs> right. <laughs> not right, right? Not because because
2: <laughs> it's funneling and yeah. it's not working anymore. So I really try to tell people that people actually don't know how to properly care. They're like, what? Yeah. I never knew that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's really important.
1: Again, this is why if you're a guy, the users are a better option. <laughs> I, I never, I've never even thought about candle care until Kirsten started this. Um, and I, she'll tell you, I still probably don't care for mine in my office as much as I should. No, he does not. <laughs> I get like the testers uh, in my office. So I always have <laughs> that i'm testing out in my office he gets without. the
2: testers are the one where the wick's like too far to the side by yeah. accident i'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the mistakes
1: <laughs> did you talk about wax melts as well
2: so i also have wax melts so if you have let's say the one that plugs in the wall or one that just plugs in and so why yeah, these melts, are great for
1: bathrooms too i'd say
2: so you'll just put the little cube in well, the wax melter. they're paw shaped right yeah so yeah, I actually have paw-shaped wax melts. <laughs> so it's actually literally shaped yeah. like all paw. They're really cute. So they're actually cute just to sit out and, like, look at them because they're adorable. But the wax melts are good if you just want to, like, the diffuser, if you just want to turn it on and leave it. And then it just melts in the pot. So it's, like, a contained burn as well. So those are good options. So diffuser and wax melts are good if you just want to turn it on and leave it. The candles are obviously the ambiance of the flame and it's cozy. But you really have to make sure that you're watching the candle and you care for it. So it's it's a balance. People have different preferences of what they like. So I sell an even amount of both.
1: This is what we sell today. We're always a lot of our ideas come from friends, family, and people who have submitted, hey, you guys should do this or do something else. So if you have a good idea of something that we don't do today that you think would sell well to help dogs and a product you'd like to see us work with or do, message Kirsten. Yes. <laughs>
2: I love hearing feedback from people and their ideas. And then the the stickers, people are like, you should do stickers. So that's how the stickers came yeah, about. Yeah, we just
1: started doing that. Yeah. So well. I,
2: I created a sticker where it's it says dogs, candles, more dogs, more <laughs> candles. <laughs> <laughs> <Life>. uh, <laughs> so people so love cute. that. So I have stickers too on my Etsy shop as well. And then portion of the proceeds, 20% still goes. So everything on my candle shop, no matter what it is on my Etsy, 20%. Goes to so I really wanna make sure people know that whatever you buy on my
0: shop, 20% is donated. So awesome. And I'm looking at the paw print wax melts right now. They are so cute. I (laughs) love love them. And I also want the audience to know that the names of your candles are all like dog animal related, like good boy grapefruit, freshly (laughs) groomed, blueberry beagle. So cute! Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, this really fun to come
2: up with the name. Yeah, names I'm sure. It's so <laughs> fun. I, that's my favorite part. I'm like, okay, so I have a scent. And then I'm like, oh, what can I name it? So I have like my OG ones, which when I first started, like Labrador Lavender, Freshly Groomed, Cute to the Core, Dog Days of Summer. Those are like my OG. Yeah. Sandy Paul's and Hawaiian Hibiscus. But then I have my newer ones. So it's so fun to come up with the names. And I'll have more candles new release of scents in the spring. So I'm thinking of names already. It's super fun. Yeah, And it's
1: kind of just, you know, we're selling what's popular, right? Cause I, I actually did a, a live on Kirsten's Instagram last night where I did some of my candle reviews that's and I cool. was pretty honest. Like I, I told people what I the ones that I don't like that we have currently. And I think that's the unique thing about, you know, what we do is you're not gonna love every scent that we, that we make. And we know sure. that. And we don't love every scent that we make. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a peppermint person. And Kirsten's making this peppermint bark holiday candle right now that everyone loves. But I don't like it. I like the Husky Mountain, which is our more Christmas tree scent. You know, I'm a guy, so I want something a little bit more earthy. And so I think it's pretty neat that we have candles for everybody, whether it be you like floral or musky or earthy or sweet and savory. We have a friend, for example, that loves the the blueberry beagle, which is our blueberry cheesecake candle and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i think it's just a matter of what you like we have a candle scent that i think works for everybody in kind of our products
2: like floral or a lot of people like food like savory mm-hmm. so it just really depends on people's palate so like chris said we have something for everyone
0: right and also it looks like they're very reasonably priced as well like i know sometimes you know, we were talking about this a little bit before, but you think, oh, 20 percent goes back to animal shelters. These must be $50 candles. But it it looks like $20 for 16 ounce, $15 for eight ounce. Like that's that's standard. Like that's really reasonable.
2: I just I want it to be affordable and I want people to be able to buy it. Mm-hmm. And especially yeah. during COVID, I don't want a product that's so outwardly you know, like, yeah, I think,
1: and I think a big part of it too, you know, we, we always have this debate of, should we be charging more? Quite frankly, I think if we, if we were to charge more for our candles, we monitor the market like any other business Mm -hmm. and we see what other people are charging, but there is a middle ground for everyone. Right. And, and I think, you know, Kirsten said on it pretty hard, right. Of we want this to be a legitimate business, but not because we we just want to make a bunch of money. Um, We want this to be philanthropic at, at heart, you know, as much as possible, right? And 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 a big part of that is having a product that's affordable for everyone. That way, everyone can feel like they can give back, not just the people who want to spend $50 for a, you know, boutique candle. And I think that's a pretty important message that we like to send as well. And just in terms of, Kirsten's always doing some kind of deal or a discount or giveaway. We've got a few other ones coming up on Instagram, so check that out. But it's also just about kind of giving back and working and collaborating with other people, whether it be small businesses or rescues or, you know, Kirsten even has donated to individual dogs before. Um, I had a friend message me, quite sad story, uh, not long ago about a dog in New York at a, you know, shelter that they were going to have to put down if they weren't able to rescue it. And the first thing that we thought was like, how can we help give back? Like, what can we do? And, and ultimately, the dog ended up getting, you know, rescued, which was mm-hmm. great. But I think it's, you know, we have we don't want to put limitations on, on what we can do and who we can work with. And I think a big part of that is keeping a product that is priced well for everybody.
0: Yeah, that that makes a ton of sense. And how do you select the shelters or dogs you're supporting and giving back to?
2: Typically, I try to keep it local. Um, mm-hmm. We got our second corner retriever from Noose River Corner Retriever Rescue. Yeah, so shout here. out Noose River. Yeah, shout out to mm-hmm. Noose River. But I try to keep it local. And I'll ask my followers, I'll put like a little box, like send me some rescues that you love or you've rescued a dog from. So I did that recently. And I donated to all the ones that they sent. So I'll just pick different ones. And I really don't, have like certain yeah. ones that I always go to. Mm-hmm. I've tried to. Fo-
1: well, we've worked with Carolina Adoptables a lot. Yeah. Noose River. Um, what's the other? Second one? Chance. Second Chance yep. is really big that we work with. Yep. Tribeagle, I think, is one that we want to work a little bit more with in the area. Really, the you know, anytime we meet someone with a rescue, the the first thing we ask is, "Where did you get it?" And mm-hmm. and it, it kind of really is truly organic in terms of who we work with. There's there's no like selection process or. Or vetting, it's really just, do they seem like a good rescue, and do they need help? And the answer is, they all are, and they all right, do. Right, right. So, um, I try
2: to spread the love. Like, yeah. you know, I just want to give back to as many different rescues as I can.
1: And so, I think a little bit of our new model, too, that we stepped into in 2020 is we've worked with a couple rescues across the state, Wagon Tails,
2: mm-hmm, oh, wagon, wagon Tails,
1: tails yeah. in eastern North Carolina, mm-hmm. and then we worked with another one. What was the other one? I right? know, I
2: literally, I donate to so many. Yeah, we've we, we done
1: <laughs> where they've they've actually bulk wholesaled our candles we've sold them to the rescue at, at kind of a price and then allowed them to just kind of be a reseller and then mm-hmm. they just keep the additional amount of, of those proceeds as as kind of their give back so they can actually sell them at their own events where we don't have to be with them and at their own um,
2: price yeah
1: yeah and some of them can eat. some of them we've actually done hey we'll make the candle you can brand it kind of to your rescue uh, alone and kind of take that wholesale approach as well and, and i think it's important is we want to maintain our brand and our company, but we also have no problem making candles for rescues that want to go out and just sell their own product and make yeah. money their own way as well. Right? Still that, giving back. That's yeah. still us supporting those rescues in our mind.
0: Yeah, like you said, all all animal shelters are good to give back to, right? So just giving back to as many as you can. That's that's awesome. And yeah, we got our second dog from Se- Second Chance, so that's awesome that's to right. hear.
1: That's what <laughs> yeah. those are stories we'd like to hear. Um, <laughs> And, and
0: that's
2: why I love talking to people and learning about new rescues or mm-hmm. I just love hearing about that. And so if you want to submit, I'll give you my Instagram at the end, but send your yeah. rescues my
0: way. Yeah, that's perfect. I love it. Awesome. So. Going back to, you know, talking about a little bit more of how you created and launched Rescue Me Candle Company, you know, what are some of those major steps you took or perhaps challenges you faced and have since overcome? This can kind of be tied to advice you might have for other small business owners, you know, based on things you faced in in your journey, um, just kind of on that topic of advice and and steps you took. Would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So before this, I had zero business experience
2: whatsoever (laughs) which is why i rely on chris more i always go to him with questions so he's really my support but i think just going for it and just starting that etsy shop and just learning as you go i think is really important even in my full-time job i mean we learned a lot in schooling in our internship but i learned the most when i was actually doing the work so it's the same for the small business i feel like i learned most as I was going and as I had problems or questions, I learned along the way. And I've connected with some other small businesses and they've shared some advice or um, different techniques I should use. And so really connecting with other people that have Mm -hmm. a small business is really important and learning from them as well. I love talking with people on Instagram. Instagram is really awesome. I feel like I've connected with a lot of people on there.
1: I think the first thing that that Kirsten focused a lot on coming up with an idea that she believed in, right? Whether or not she even thought it it was going to be good and that people would buy it or that it would sell. I don't think we really fully touched on this, but you know, Kirsten started this business before we lived in Raleigh. We lived in Fairfax, Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C., this business was was started in a 900 square foot one bedroom apartment
2: wow. I I'm think I it out of my mind. Yeah.
1: Like... And, 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 <laughs> and, and that is like the first really the first like 10 or 12 months or no longer it was a year first 10 or 12 months of the business were run out of that little apartment. And then I think from there, it was just it started as an idea of something that, hey, this might be really cool. Let's let's start this around Christmas where we can, you know, kind of Make candles for family and get their feedback. And like honestly, they were they were really nice. That like Kirsten talked about earlier with the feedback on those Amazon candles. <laughs> um, Kirsten could have easily been like, "Oh, this is too hard. Like, let me just stop now." There wasn't a lot of true great family feedback on those initial candles. And it's, we wanted them to be honest, of course. But she could have easily taken kind of I don't want to call it negativity, but some I'm of that done. feedback yeah. <laughs> and and kind of just stop there and never really turn this into the true business as it is today. And I think. What I've seen is, number one, just get out there and do it and, and don't be afraid to fail would be advice that I would give anyone trying to start a business. Which is scary. Yeah.
2: But you just got to do but it. But
1: you can't care what people think and you have to believe in whatever you're doing. And if you believe in what you're doing, it's going to be a good idea and it's going to be successful um, because you then control what success is, right? The
2: passion behind it makes a difference. So if you're passionate about it, and like he said, if you believe in it, it will go far because people will see that. And so, yeah, there's no
1: failure if if you believe in what you're doing. And I think that's other people believe in what we're doing now, which is great, too. But, you know, even if we were just selling one candle a week and, you know, just making enough to keep doing it for fun, that wouldn't stop us, you know, and I think that's pretty important and pretty powerful. So I think that's I mean, that's really the the key advice. There's nothing we're still learning as we go around Mm -hmm. the way to operate a business on a day to day basis. Um, and as we get bigger, the challenges change and the scope of the business changes and, and we have to scale a little bit differently. But I think it's it's really powerful to just see this is a really one woman company and uh, and her like husband who doesn't know anything about candles <laughs> a bit about running a business a very little bit. If that's not empowering enough for, for other women or other small businesses to start up and do something on their own, I don't know what is <laughs> um, because anyone can do this. This is just one idea that we had. Funny story. I was on a work call last week um, for my full time job, and I was speaking with a lady that lives uh, in Tennessee and she, the town she lives in, which I believe was Chattanooga. I guess it's very prominent in small women owned business. We got to talking. I told her about my wife's business, and she connected us with like three women businesses there that we're going to try and collaborate with at some point. Oh, wow. I, that's super powerful. And that's just kind of a great kind of testament, I think, to getting out and believing and networking in yourself and um, whatever you're doing.
0: I completely agree about that passion piece, because like you were saying, if Kirsten, if you started a business that, you know, you're just, yeah, why not? Let's just try this thing that I'm not super passionate about, but it could be a fun hobby. And then you got that first feedback on those, you know, Amazon uh, make kits that you probably would have just said, eh, it's not worth it, whatever, and just stopped. But because you have that passion, and that mission, and that need to give back, that really propels you forward. And it makes you want to learn from mistakes and constantly improve and see where you can take it. It's like, it's that passion. You don't see things as failures, right? Like Chris, I think you said, failure just isn't an option when you're so passionate about it. It's just not a thing because you don't see it as failures. You see it as, okay, we'll change up the process or we'll do something differently. Sounds good. (laughs) Let's try it this way.
2: Yeah. And I think people just identifying what they love, I think it's just figuring out what do you want to do in life? What are you passionate about? And I think if once you identify that, run with it and don't stop. So I just think that's really important.
1: Yeah. And and it doesn't have to be, you know, what is your candle, right? Yep. Yeah. What is, what is your business idea? And, you know, I think everyone should start a business where they give back in some way, shape or form, because it's a great thing to do and it's much more fulfilling and the money you make and the time and effort you put into it does not matter as much right and you know if you're not making money but you're still enjoying it and you're giving back um you feel a lot better about it at the end of the day and so i'm very happy that you know kirsten at this point could probably start making candles you know under a different brand and make more money and you know maybe probably make it a bigger business but why would we do that when Mm -hmm. people like and enjoy our candles because of what we do not just necessarily just because of what we provide them?
0: Right. And why you do it that why is so yeah, that's, that's the key is aligning to your personal why, like why you get up in the morning, Kirsten, like you said, what you want to do in life and running with it and going from there. And as long as you stay true to your why, then you should be good to go. (laughs) You should be all set. I love that. Yep, exactly. So I have two more questions for you both. The first one around how you balance everything that's going on in your world. So full-time job, family, dogs, Rescue Me Candle Company. Have you learned any best tips and tricks on how to balance that? And I'm still working on finding a better word than balance because really, does that balance ever exist? I don't know. But any tips and tricks there, like little things you do just to keep this positive energy up and, and just not go insane. <laughs>
2: right. Well as a school counselor, I mean I have plenty of tips for you, but mm-hmm. I will I'll spare you a therapy session. But um, <laughs> I think that self-care is really important. And I mean I work with the kids all the time. and Chris is like, you really need to practice what you preach to these kids. Like breathing yeah. and balancing your life and taking time for yourself and managing the stress and anxiety especially this year with COVID I feel like everything is just out of whack everything no no matter what it is but I think that I have all the things so family Chris here and then we got the dogs you're right and then my full-time job and this but I feel like they all are even so I spend an even amount of time with each the weekends I do work on candles but I also balance family and then During the week, it's candles and full-time job. And then we we eat dinner together every night. So I think, honestly, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like talking through it. Dinner (laughs) together, I think, is really important. Like, we sit down and we eat together every night. And I know that's not possible for every family. And we don't have kids yet. or (laughs) We just have dogs. So it's a lot easier if you have two crazy dogs. But (laughs) I feel like it's really important to sit down together every night and just talk about your day and... What's going on? I think, and I think really it's important. important to
1: have patience as well mm-hmm. um, with everything, each other. You know, we by no means do we do we have it down like packed. I think that's Kirsten's thinking through it, and it's kind of we don't know what our secret sauce is yet fully. We're still figuring it out as we go, and you know, by all means, we're a young company, right? Three, two or three, three years in, I guess at this point, and I think we still figure it out every day as we go, and and so take everything that we say in a positive light because we we want to remain positive, and I think that's kind of the key message here is we don't always have things figured out, but we are always at the end of the day, positive. And, you know, sometimes Kirsten will look at me and kind of question like, you know, how how do we move forward? How do I make this less stressful? Um, You know, because I work out of the house as well, right? So this is like two businesses that run out of our house. And, you know, often I'm working late while she's doing the candle stuff. And those things kind of come to a head with each other, right? Of, you know, which job is more important at that point. And I think it's important to not ask yourself that question and, and you you find yourself sometimes thinking, oh well, which do we choose between here? And the answer is you don't have to choose between either. Both are very important for very different reasons. And even though this is not Kirsten's full-time job, as I mentioned earlier, it is a full-time commitment that she makes into it. So me remembering that you know when I get frustrated sometimes, for example, that this is as much of a real job for her as as my full, time day job is, mm-hmm. I think is really important, right? Because you have to empower each other. And I think that's part of our secret sauce is, is, you know, sometimes Kirsten's getting frustrated. How can I empower her <laughs> when she's frustrated and vice versa? Right. And I think if you're, if you're not doing that from a, I say family run business, but again, really, it's just Kirsten um, <laughs> from a family run business perspective. If, if you're not able to do that, those types of things, I think it's very easy to, get down on yourself and get in kind of a place that's probably not healthy from a business perspective. Um,
2: I'm really supportive family and friends. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. I mean they I think the first year of business
1: up. we probably had like only friends and family <laughs> Yeah. <hands.
2: laughs> and they still support me. And I'm just so thankful for that. I mean, without my support system, and I think that is honestly really important. Like who do you have to support you, whether it's friends or Family or even a dog. Like honestly, yeah. if you live alone, like get a dog. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pro dog people. We, we spend
1: <laughs> a lot of times with our dogs, and like often, you know, our dogs are in the kitchen making candles with Kirsten, and and you know, dogs make you feel good. So that, that helps a lot. And yeah. Kirsten just talked about the emotional support from our family. We haven't even talked about the business support from our family. Our, our labels and all of our logoing and designing is done by my cousin's husband. You He's know,
2: amazing. Yeah and, yeah, and that was
1: done for us like at no cost, right? So that was a huge help for, for us to have someone to help design our company early on.
2: And I don't know if you've noticed. So our logo, if you look closely, the paw print on our logo, one of the little dots is actually a flame. Like He is an absolute... Genius. Yeah, and like,
1: and that and that's the kind of support. It's it truly is a family business in every sense. Whether it be the emotional support that Kirsten gets from her mom, or, or my family, or, or friends, or even just the business support that we get from friends. I mean, we have a lot of our friends are our testers um, here in Raleigh. Whether it be you know our neighbors or, or friends down the street, um, so we have support kind of at every level and of the business, right? From mm-hmm. you know emotional support when things are tough to. You know, QA testers to yeah. and and you know a lot of it is, you know sometimes we have friends that pick the best candles that we don't even think is necessarily the best scent, but we've listened to the people and and it's not every company gets that, and I think that's pretty special as well.
0: Sounds yeah. like just that emotional, like mental support, just surrounding you guys and and your business, and it's very clear you're both in this together. And I know, you know, Chris, you've been saying you only put the the stickers on the bottom and (laughs) carry the boxes. But I think uh, that that mental support, right, of everything you just said, and you're clearly in it together emotionally, right? And I think that is just so, so important to understand both of your priorities and your family understand your priorities and how much you care about this and just supporting you from there, I think is, is incredible. I did notice your logo on your website and I honestly did think it was really clever. I loved the little flame. I think that's awesome.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Chris is really supportive. We just celebrated our one year anniversary on November 16th. So we've been married oh, one yeah. year. We've known each other. What? Eight. Well, we knew each other for eight and then yeah. we we're dating for, for se- seven. seven. We've been yeah.
1: Da- oh, yeah. We've been together for seven.
2: Yeah. So
0: we've got this. Yeah,
1: Married for one. Known each other for eight.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on that. That's That's awesome.
2: He's very supportive. I'm thankful. Yeah. So. No, Shout no out it's to him too. I know he shouted me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's very clear in in how you guys talk and and explain your story of just how in it together you are. It's awesome. My last big question here for you both and you can have the same answer or a different answer is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? Just the first thing that comes to mind and it can definitely be Rescue Me Candle Company or doesn't have to be related to your business at all. Just first thing that comes to mind, your proudest accomplishment?
2: I think just starting the business. I was super nervous and scared to start it. And I'm a very like, oh, should I do it? I, I always have big dreams and really big goals. And I'm always just nervous to achieve it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So yeah. I always, I've always been a driven person. I've always had really big goals for myself in life, no matter what it is. But I think just taking that leap and that was really scary, and I think that I was like, "Well, I don't know this, or I don't know that, and I don't know anything about yeah, business." Leap of, leap of faith. Just I was doubting myself, and he's just like, "Just do it, Kristen. Just do it." Yeah. So I think just me starting the business itself is a huge accomplishment for me. Um, I'm really proud. I never say I'm proud of myself, but I'm proud of myself. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I, I, I think mine is kind of related to the business, but then, you know, also kind of the community here. We started this business in Northern Virginia. It's a very different place in Northern mm-hmm. Virginia versus Raleigh. And speaking to Leap of Faith and one of my proudest accomplishments is, is really Kirsten and I moving our lives in the business here. We, we kind of were in a rut in Washington, D.C., and we were kind of just like, it's very expensive. Like, it was difficult to start a life. And, you know, there was all these factors at play. And I think one night we were just like, Raleigh seems kind of cool. Let's like go check it out. So there was a career fair for, you know, educators on like a Friday af- or no, a Tuesday afternoon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We drove down Monday night, stayed in a hotel with our dog. We only had Lola at the time, stayed at a hotel here in Cary. Kirsten went to the job fair. I dropped her off. I just kind of drove around town with Lola that career fair ended up turning into a job. And within like 72 hours, we pretty much made up our mind that we were going to do whatever it took to to move to Raleigh. And that has, you know, I, I use that as kind of my proudest accomplishment because that has been the most successful thing we've ever done, both personally outside of this business, but also for the business itself, you know, quick shout out to Raleigh. I don't, think there's a place that I've been that, that truly appreciates dogs as much as <laughs> this general area. Um, and I, I'm sure every, everyone will say that from where they're from, like everywhere is the most dog friendly place. And, and <laughs> they're not wrong. But I, I truly believe that our business would not be what it is if we hadn't kind of got more involved in Raleigh and in the community and with the rescues down here and the networking. I mean, people at Kirsten's school, one of the ladies that she works with at, at her school is a foster for the dog rescue that we got our dog Luke from. And so just that networking opportunity of just everyone cares about dogs and everyone is doing something to give back down here has really empowered our business a lot. And I think that makes it a big accomplishment for us in terms of moving here and, and kind of growing our business here.
2: Yeah, we just basically put a pin on a map and we're like, all right, we're moving there. And we people are like, what? what brought you here? I was like, I don't know. We just wanted to and, move yeah, here. We love it. And, like, now, and <laughs> now
1: we just tell people, like, if you want something, just go for just it. Just
2: do it. Yeah. I mean, do you do
1: it. The worst thing that can happen is, you know, it doesn't work out. But if you just, if you don't view it as not working out and failure is the same thing, then you're going to be successful. And we
2: absolutely love it here. We live in Cary, but we love the Raleigh area.
1: Yeah. Best decision we ever made.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And now we're moving down. We're yeah. like, come on down. Yeah. We're all moving here.
0: Yeah. That's how. My, me and my husband are. We moved here from Boston about a year and a half ago, and we love it. And now we're, yeah, we're similarly like telling all his siblings, like, come on, come down to Raleigh. You have to. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we um, I think our part of my wedding toast, or our wedding toast last year, was just basically no one at our wedding had ever been to Raleigh before, really. Just a of couple, like yeah. the, over the 110 people, like no, no one had really been to Raleigh, and so we were just kind of like, see how great this place is. You guys should all. <laughs>
2: selling raleigh at our
0: wedding oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny but yeah congratulations on on all your accomplishments with rescue me candle company and just in your lives in general i think the business is just going to continue to be so successful and i'm completely sold on it like i'm i want to text all my fellow dog lovers and animal lovers about this i just think the mission is so true there and it's just something I can totally get behind. So thank you for for launching it and and making it a successful business. I think it's absolutely incredible.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Just... Yeah. And, and we and you know, to that point, we're always looking for another small business to collaborate with. Whatever your product is or whatever you're doing, shoot Kirsten a message and figure out a way to work with us. That's very important for us too, as much as we like or love. Giving back to the dogs, we like collaborating and empowering other small businesses as well, especially in this time, you know, now more than ever. So please reach out. Even if you're not buying a candle, you just want to work together, please let us know how we can help.
0: That's a good Good shout out. Yeah, because I've interviewed a lot of Raleigh small businesses on the podcast and I could totally see like doing gift boxes or something like that and there's also i know a, a small business in ohio which i you know obviously outside of raleigh but they she sells uh, like the buckeye homemade buckeye candies and oh, yeah. donates her proceeds cool. to shelters so that'd very be cool. an interesting collaboration as well but yeah, yeah very cool very us. cool yeah no we will do so to close things out here where can people find you and rescue me candle company social media's website shout them all out all right.
2: So Instagram is at rescue underscore me underscore candle underscore co. Etsy is etsy.com slash rescue me candle co. Facebook is at rescue me candle co. Um, and then my email is rescue me candle co at gmail.com. And yep. my name is Kirsten Trailer and my husband's name is Chris Trailer and our dogs are Lola and Luke yep can't miss them and
1: what's their instagram can we shout that out
2: oh because they're
1: they're brand brand ambassadors
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) at life underscore with underscore lola underscore cola
1: yep yeah right and we we never we added luke we had luke's on it too we just
2: got luke in april so he's a he's a new puppers So
0: cute. I love that they're brand ambassadors. That's so amazing. <laughs> they were like uh, so cute. We, we had to
1: lock them out of my office during this <laughs> because they were just too loud. Um, so yeah. they're laying outside the door right now. <laughs>
0: Who knows got <laughs> Well, thank you both so much for chatting with me today. I'll let you get back to your dogs. But this was a awesome, awesome conversation. And I hope everyone checks them out and Rescue Me Candle Company. Awesome. Thank you both so much.
2: Thank you. I've been looking forward to this. I'm so excited that you had us on. So thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us. We look forward to listening.